Okay, guys and girls, thank you for tuning in to Optimize Your Body with myself, Martin Silva. And today I'm proud to announce I have my buddy Victor Giliotti from the founder, owner of Muscle Republic, which is a fantastic clothing brand here in, uh, in Australia. How are you doing, Vic? Mate, I'm doing excellent. Thank you for having me on board. Pleasure no. to be here tonight. It's an absolute pleasure, mate. So, uh, yeah, go on. Oh, sorry, I do apologise for putting this off for quite some time. It's, um, it's been try- We've been trying to make this happen for a good three months now, I think. Yeah, we have, yeah. yeah. So. No, I appreciate that, man. You're, you're an extremely busy guy, and uh, you've got a lot going on, and you live over the bridge as well. So, like, yeah, you're helping me out, man. I really do appreciate it. We're an hour away in God's country, but yeah. I do like getting over here. That's it. Um, don't tell Mets that from Titan Fitness. But <laughs> <laughs> He'll blow his head up, won't it? No, it feels like a second home over here. I'm pretty privileged to um, call Mets a close friend. Yep. Um, and to have um, such a good community such as the Titan Fitness family and people mm-hmm. like yourself that are supporting the brand. So forever mm-hmm. grateful for that. Great. Absolutely. Yeah, Titan Fitness, uh, guys and girls, is where I'm currently based as a personal trainer here in Sydney. And it's a fantastic gym. Uh, great people here. So, um, yeah, let's rock and roll then, Vic. So I've got uh, a question for you. The first question I was going to ask you was, um, now, you're obviously extremely passionate about health and fitness. Absolutely. Yeah, and you, you described to me your story before in terms of the fact that you've, uh, you've done bodybuilding competitions and you've always been big into training and, uh, you know, it's something you're really, really driven about. So how did you, um, how did you manage to... Uh, sorry, what was the um, motivation behind starting up such a big, you know, successful fitness clothing brand uh, line? What What was the motivation behind that, and uh, what was the what was the drivers? Well, the first year I was um, started, I committed to win a competition. Was I couldn't find any clothes that fit me, and training twice a day, I was running out of gym clothes, so I was going to the department stores. And I couldn't find anything that I liked the fit of, so I decided to cut the sleeves off some old t-shirts. And spending a lot of time training, not partying, not going out, weekends became full of, uh, I had a lot more time on my hands. Mm -hmm. So I decided to start using my creativity and um, ended up fulfilling the goal of completing the competition and uh, rewarded myself by a trip to Bali for New Year's at the end of 2012. Beautiful. Uh, what then happened was we decided to buy my dog, who I'm um, extremely passionate about, and probably met him. Um, yes, I, know, I forgot his name. What's his name? Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. He's the, the we man. We call him he's the, the CEO. Man. Yeah, he is the CEO. He's the boss, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. Tell the way he roams around the warehouse, mate. He's the boss. He certainly <laughs> is. Um, but I think dogs bring an amazing energy um, and a raw heart, um, and I think that's what made a difference. He sort of changed my life, and it definitely maybe want to become the best version of myself for him mm-hmm. and um, we decided that we were going to buy some dog jumpers I found a place in Bali that made these dog jumpers and bought him six jumpers but they all were quite expensive there was no price negotiation so they were playing off the emotional spend and on the way back we bought some cheap singlets um, a basketball singlet and a traditional bing tang singlet from Bali mm-hmm. And they were quite cheap, and I said to my friend at the time, I said, I reckon I could sell, I could make my own and sell them. Yeah. And from cutting sleeves off of my old T-shirts, I had a bit of a passion for it. And it was just meant to be a hobby. Mm. But what I found was, through doing the competition and the training and the gym experience, 
I started to, and the, the explosion of social media, I captured a lot, I, I basically found I had a lot more friends through the fitness industry from all walks of life that I had met over the years in training in different gyms. And they were inspired by me completing the competition and fulfilling my dream and they said that they wanted to continue on their fitness journey um, because of it. And I realized that we became a community of people that were passionate about the gym and it wasn't about being the biggest or the baddest or the most, it was about supporting one another. Mm. And I found that people's support really got me through that year and I decided to encompass that in an apparel label, which I was passionate about making clothes um, and just started that way. So we decided to form Muscle Republic. So, awesome. Which yeah, basically meant, muscle meant heart and Republic means community, but that wouldn't have been a good name for a brand. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about as well. Is the uh, like the ethos and the character and stuff like that that you have behind Muscle Republic is um, you know it's really it's really great I think. And like you you obviously explained the journey then in terms of what drove you to to get into it and um, you know your journey there. But what was it that um, made you kind of create the ethos? Give me an example of because um, I looked at the website briefly earlier. Yeah, you have like different statements and stuff which are really motivating. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, look, the main the main thing was is that I sort of had gone undergo undergone my own transformation, mm. and what I realised was the more negativity I put out there, the more negativity used to come back and affect me. Mm. So, but what I realized was every time I helped someone, every time I was positive, every time I supported someone, that would come back to me. Mm. So I thought it's, it's pretty clear the energy you emit, the energy you receive. Yeah, absolutely. And the impact you make on other people's lives is the impact you will get back. Mm. And it's not about the money, it's not about the fame or anything like that. It's just about being the best version of myself. And I realized that it wasn't so much that um, being the strongest or the fittest, it was about the, the, what actually made the difference in everything that I overcame was that it came from inside. It was the energy mm-hmm. to keep, take the hit, keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, I'm a massive Rocky fan. and yeah, yeah. Um, The original name of the brand was um, Train for Today Gym Wear for about a month. Oh, and that, was my, that was my motto for doing the comp. I said, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to stop procrastinating, I'm going to just take action yeah. um, and train for today and then that will lead to a result for tomorrow. So I realized by what we were doing was instilling value in myself and then I wanted to instill value into others because someone helped me and they did it off the back of not expecting any return. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, by instilling value into others, they instill value into their world around them. Mm. And then what happened was is that people were wearing the t-shirts and connecting with one another just as the way I connected with someone in the gym when I was 16 years old. Mm. Um, and it, we were there to support one another on our fitness journey. And it's a never-ending journey, and I believe that's what we have, have in life. Definitely, yeah. So by supporting you by doing this podcast, you supported me by doing, support, you know, promoting the brand. Yeah. Um, I think that authenticity and just being as real as you possibly can resonates with people. Absolutely. Um, I'm not the most um, articulate or intelligent person, um, but I'm probably the most passionate um, when I'm doing what I love. Yeah. Definitely should, and it it won't. Nothing can stop you when you're in that sort of zone. So, yeah. um, and I believe that there is an inner power in the side of all of us. Mm. Um, and I, I've overcome a lot of challenges, and we're still going through more challenges as we grow and expand and everything else. 
but I welcome the challenges now because I see them as an opportunity to expand, grow, mm. become more, and then that'll lead my team, lead my brand. Mm. So yeah, it's um, I guess the the motto is real muscle is heart, and it's for people to look inside themselves and know that they do have what it takes. Mm. Um, there is no excuse. Awesome, and uh, yeah, speaking of challenges, we just had a brief discussion off air then. Yeah, and you were saying you know. It hasn't been obviously that is you know obviously I had you on the podcast because you know Muscle Republic I'm a massive fan of but I admire the character and the determination it takes to as you say take the hit keep coming back definitely you know the the, the hardships and the setbacks um, what would you say because you said 2016 was a really uh, rocky year absolutely and that was that was a that was a you said one of the most significant years as far as the challenges and stuff go. Um, yeah, what are the biggest challenges and obstacles you faced along your journey, Vic? So, um, within apparel business, what we realised was what I realised over the years is that manufacturing is quite a big challenge. Mm. Um, we don't just buy product off the shelf. We have a designer, and from day dot, I've always created the product from scratch. Now, as we expanded our range, we have a complete ladies' range, complete men's range, accessories. Um, we're forever trying to grow the brand and the product range. We don't want to be like everybody else. So we do start with a design, then we turn that into a concept, into a tech pack, into a sample. Now, samples can take forever. Um, they can be one sample, get it right. You can go through 10 samples before you perfect it. Then we look at fabrics. So... Um, we've moved manufacturing from originally just printing t-shirts in Australia um, to like blank t-shirts to moving to Bangladesh. Then we moved to China. We've moved manufacturers within China. We separate our product, production between two different manufacturers for mm -hmm. different style of products. I've been to both um, Bangladesh and China on my own. Mm, I recall you saying in the journey, that's why it sprung to mind. And I remember Absolutely. Yeah, you had <laughs> some ups um, and, and downs there. Yeah. You don't have to know all the answers, but you have to get, you have to uh, at least try. Yep. And, you know, I, I use Google for a lot. I research, um, I watch YouTube. Um, you know, I'm, I'm forever trying to learn more and more about the industry. Mm. Um, but then learning how to delegate to the right people as yeah. we do grow. Sure. Um, so we do have a full-time fashion designer now who has got over 30 years experience mm. so manufacturing is quite a challenge um, obviously we're in a, apparel is a volume based business so um, you've got to be able to scale up but in order to scale you need um, you need the right systems and procedures um, and, and infrastructure mm. so originally we started from my bedroom I moved that to my parents garage we moved to a warehouse facility two years ago. Um, we've encountered challenges with shipping. Um, operations is a huge part of our business, obviously, because we hold so much stock, so many different SKUs, sizes, colors. Um, managing that process and also the accounting side of the business is challenging too. You know, yeah, like it's, it's a learning curve. Yeah. But. Um, it's no good to put your hands up and say it's too hard or too difficult. If someone's done it before us, they leave clues for success. So yeah. I try and follow people that have done something at the bigger scale. You know, Nikes, Under Armour, mm. they will tell their story. You know, they started this the same way that we did as well. Mm. Um, but the, it's, a, it's a technological world now, you know. like So yeah. everything has a new software or an app. Yeah, exactly. Um, website and online store is probably one of the biggest hurdles that we've overcome. We spent 
three years with websites that didn't work at all, that mm. would crash, um, weren't able to hold um, like the volume of traffic that we were getting. We moved last September to a brand new Shopify site, and it's absolutely amazing. Mm. You know, so, Great. but yeah, it's um, you'll encounter a challenge, but if you put the right energy out there, it'll the answer will come to you. Whether the person um, that needs to help you, you'll find them through putting out, um, a, you know, sort of at least asking for help. Yeah, yeah. Learning to ask for help has been a big thing too. But I yeah. love that. And what you mentioned about value as well, and you know, giving value. You know, a lot of people nowadays they expect just to, you know, put a little bit of work in, start getting paid a lot of money straight away, and then it's all about, you know, they kind of get sucked into the, uh, you know, chasing the paper. But it's all about, you know, like you said, you're passionate about what you do. And what I wanted to mention was um, what you just discussed about, you know, the discipline that you, you, you picked up and you applied whilst preparing for your competitions. And uh, I've been on that journey myself. And how you managed to apply that into you know into Muscle Republic, and um, you know you know kind of learning from the hardships along the way <clears throat> and whatnot. But how do you? Because one of the main reasons uh, I created this podcast is because I'm trying to create as much balance as I can in my life. I've created a really healthy lifestyle, yeah. Uh, and now I'm trying to benefit others with that, you know. Um, but anyway, yeah. How how do you manage to find balance, and you know, like obviously getting enough sleep. You know, you work out. You, I'm looking at you now, and you keep yourself in shape all year round. I've never seen you out of shape, you know. And you're you're juggling a pretty big business, you know, all by yourself. I know you've got some people working for you, but you're you're the man in charge. So, how do you actually manage to create balance? Because you said you still train in the mornings first yeah. thing. You always get your training. How do you manage to do that, man? It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think people overcomplicate it. I just worked out what's important. Okay. Um, so my business is important. My yeah. family. My real friends. And my dog. Yeah. Um, Charlie, he's the man, isn't he? Yeah, so um, I found by what I learned through doing bodybuilding was it's routine. Mm. And everyone thinks that there's a magic secret and there isn't. Mm. It's literally um, one of my favorite mentors is a guy called Andy Fazello, who I think I mentioned to you. Yeah, you did. Uh, from you a did. company called First Form. And he That's talks right. about the power list. And it's, it's broken down into just setting a goal, breaking it down, reverse engineering it, and setting five goals every day to get them done. Mm. If you can't do five things in a day, then you just might as well give up and sure, go work yeah. for someone. So what I found was I used to overwhelm myself, and I thought about how I was always wanted to do a bodybuilding comp when I was young, and I always had an excuse that there was a party, there was, a, there was something I had to go for a drink for, or it was too difficult, I couldn't diet, and I think that was bullshit, basically. So at the beginning of that year, I said in September, if I'm going to get on stage in my, in my Speedos, in my trunks, yes, um, and, then, and social media is everywhere, I want to make sure that you I do... your best. Yeah, yeah so I, and I didn't even know what I was doing. I had a friend help me that year. We had no idea, but we just went after it. We, we trained every morning at 5.30 and every afternoon at 2 o'clock. Yeah, no stones concerned, didn't it? No, and... We didn't know about diet, so we were, we were trying to eat veggies and yeah. chicken and tuna, and we thought that was the right thing, and yeah. not weighing the food. And um, but what, what's happening is that I put the I put the sort of energy out there to ask for help, and you know a guy helped me called Evan Godby at the time with my diet, mm-hmm. a bodybuilder, um, and we started to learn. You know, so the mm-hmm. more passionate we became about something, we learned. So I feel like what I did is I put routine. It's the monotonous routine, mm-hmm. and it's. It's literally, if you don't have the passion, 
you will become undone mm. somewhere along the line. Yeah. So trying to pretend that you want to do something for the for the fame or the money of it, or it's too there's too many challenges that are going to try and beat you down and keep you down. Mm. But basically, I follow a morning routine. So I get up at sort of five o'clock every morning. Um, I pray every morning. Um, I'm not big on religion, but big on faith. Okay. Um, and I find what that does is. Um, it, it puts me in the right headspace mm-hmm. and the right energy um, mm-hmm. because if you hold something inside your heart, um, it'll actually come across when you enter the world through the day mm-hmm. and you'll put that towards the challenge that you're encountering at the time and it'll actually become detrimental and you'll, you'll stumble. Yeah. So I found by... Mets actually taught me something since we've been friends and it's to put everything in perspective. Yeah. And think of the things that we've always worried about they never come true, right? Yeah, that's right. Think of the challenge that you're going through at the time. Um, it's always a way around it. Just got to feed it the right energy. You got to sleep on it sometimes. Sometimes we go through big challenges um, financially. Um, you know, I've had stock land that wasn't, that wasn't right. Um, we, we couldn't sell it, you know. Um, I've had to throw stock out. I couldn't even offload yeah. it to a to a homeless shelter it was that bad that's it um, and at the time I thought I was going to crumble yeah. but we got through it you got um, through it then. yeah at the time like, oh, yeah, I can't imagine like the emotions get involved and you think it's just a catastrophe and then you pull through it and then now you just set off air again that what from what happened in 2016 all the setbacks you had now it's like Right now, you're going through a little bit of a t- like a little bit of a obstacle. Absolutely, yeah. yeah and, and now 100%. that's that's benefit. It's hardened you, I guess, and conditioned you. It conditions you, and you realise you can get over any, anything with the right energy. Yeah. Um, but look, it's it's routine. Um, it's having systems and procedures in place, and just like we do in bodybuilding, you eat at a certain time, yeah. you eat X amount. Um, you measure, you go back and you see what worked, what didn't work. Exactly. Um, Trial and error. Yeah, but basically I, tr- I pray in the morning, I do visualisation, I wake up and do some gratitude exercises, then I walk. I walk for an hour with the dog. Cool. And I find that walking, I didn't realise it when I was doing my comp and I still do it now. With, with, that's why I've got, I've obviously love my dog so much, but the reason is because is he got me moving again. Hmm. Um, and what happens if you just... Sitting still, that's where you die. Yeah, definitely. You know, you've got to get up. It's like anyone on their fitness journey wanting to lose weight, put weight on or whatever it is. You've got to get started, you know. You've just got to keep moving. And the walking is is sort of a representation of that that sort of movement that you've just... What I, I feel like it releases an energy in, in me and I think while I walk. I Absolutely, listen to my yeah. podcast. Um, and that's another thing, you know, listening to podcasts, yeah. feeding your mind with the right energy. Exactly. Um, I read. I read books now. You know, Mets, yeah, Mets, same. I'm back on it. Yeah, Mets got me reading books. Yeah, you know? he's all over it. Mets is at the moment. Mate, fair play. The guy's on fire. But what happens is when you surround yourself with the right people, mm. um, it it makes you elevate, or it brings you back. Mm. Back. It'll take you backwards. Absolutely. So it can be make or break. In it. it it's is. like I think there's a saying: your your true net worth is your net circle. So it it's is. Like, it obviously, it's not all about money, but it's just a statement. It's just to say, you know, if you want to be successful, you want to keep pushing forward, progressing. You got to be around the right people, haven't you? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I believe in myself more than anything now. Mm. I write goals down. I set them. But what I, what I did, just like the bodybuilding comp, is I set the goal, and I never got started before because I thought it was too far away to do. Mm. But what I've learned to do is to chunk it backwards into smaller, attainable goals. 
at each step of the process in order to get to the larger goal. Mm. So if we want to achieve X amount of dollars in sales, then we say, okay, why don't we just do this this month? Why don't we do this target for this week mm. and this target for this day mm. and see what happens? Yeah. And then put some action in place to make that happen. So the next step. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. it's it's looking at the bigger picture and then working backwards. and then But taking action is the mm. biggest thing. That's it. Yeah, if you don't know how to do it, then learn how to do it. Yeah, you know, for sure. It's in the palm of our hands now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Action speaks much louder than words, doesn't it? And that's the thing. It's, it's just taking that first step and um, just actually doing something, taking the step. Uh, what was going to say? Something relating to um, action. Uh, anyway, forget about that. <laughs> um, what I was going to ask you on the topic of fitness and nutrition real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> obviously, one of the main objectives behind this is to educate people on health, fitness, nutrition. Absolutely. Because, as you said, like there's a lot of information there now for us to learn. We have no excuse not to learn and to to benefit ourselves and expand our knowledge. Yeah? We have a walled plethora of knowledge there on our iPhone, right? Absolutely. But at the same time, we're also inundated with a lot of bullshit information, right? 100%. And, you know, this is a bit of a problem because it's misleading people. Um, you know, we're facing an obesity epidemic. Chronic illnesses are, um, you know, rising exponentially, like at a, an alarming rate. <clears throat> just what you said then is just kind of hit home, like walking. I always try and... Um, inform people that it's the, it's the simple things done um, consistently which make which make the uh, you know which, which speak the words and from everything you were just saying then consistency is really important right from what you were saying I mean that seems like you know you're consistent every day you've got your routines you're writing stuff down you're training you walk at 5 a.m. praying consistently doing these things and obviously it's it's benefiting you but um, what tips would you give to the listeners? Because there's a lot of people out there and they're like, they're still scratching their heads a bit because they like, they, they'll try this diet plan or this supplement or, you know, this, this, this six week um, shred or whatever. Yeah. And they, a lot of people are chasing their tail. They can't seem to sustain it and create a healthy lifestyle. So what, do you have any fitness uh, tips, like strength fitness uh, related tips for people to, to, to get in shape, lose body fat, you know? Yeah, look, I still use a coach. Okay. Um, I train with him every Wednesday morning. His name's Jake Butcher from J Train um, Gym at Brookvale, which is behind yeah, our warehouse. Okay. Um, so those guys are amazing. They're strength and conditioning coaches, absolute. Um, and what they've taught me is the function of the body is all connected from your feet to your head. Mm. And um, by doing bodybuilding and traditional weight training, I, I'm now at an age where my body starts to fall apart. Mm. Um, and I did injure myself a year ago. Oh, right. Um, and what I learned was that it's the basic movements, it's not the heavy weight um, or how light the weight is or what type of act- activity it is. It's literally just following some form of physical exercise that you would, that you resonate with. So whether it's functional training, whether it's weight training, or whether it's um, body weight training, whatever it is that you do, you need to find someone in that space that you can model. So with my business, for instance, I look at mentors and people that have sort of led the way, and I try and learn from their mistakes. Um, and I find people that are genuine and authentic. You, you'll find people that are genuine authentic. The problem in this industry in fitness is that there are certain people out there that are taking um, sort of enhancing um, 
supplements. Yeah. <laughs> supplements. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That um that are then promoting themselves as exactly. the, as the fitness guru. Yeah. Um and they're selling an image across social media which isn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. But if you watch those people, they come undone somewhere along the line. Absolutely, yeah. And if you watch those people in business, they come undone somewhere in the line. But you've got to go through that journey yourself. You have to the, the main thing I can do is just to get started and just start where you can and it's literally watching what you eat, watching what, um, it's just starting to, whether you start with five kilograms or 50 kilograms in your weight training, mm. it doesn't matter. Mm. But I couldn't recommend more than anything is getting a coach yeah. in some form capacity. Yeah. Every time so, I've made progress in life, it's to get some form of mentor or coach. Definitely, definitely. And there, you know, there's reasonably priced ones out there. There's no excuse. No, you can't put a price on your health, can you, Woody? If, well, the, the reason I started Muscle Republic was because I used to spend money at the bar every weekend yeah. on alcohol and, and partying and everything else. And if I could find money to spend it on that, then why couldn't I find money to spend it on food? Um, and enjoy the, 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 the culture of fitness and spending time with people training rather than drinking with them, spending time with them eating and mm. learning to eat, sharing your experience with food and health mm. and fitness and watch how the positivity will come to your life. Mm. But you've got to find a coach. Yeah. You've got to find a coach, you've got to find a mentor. Yeah. And whether it's through an Instagram follower, a YouTube, mm. um, there's so many of them out there um, and find someone that resonates with you and is authentic and real. Mm, yeah, you may not find the right run the first time but you will eventually great that's awesome mate thanks a lot for that um, I think I'll just have one more question mate and then we'll uh, then we'll wrap it up mate okay. you've, uh, yeah you've dropped some serious knowledge bombs here mate it's great um, yeah okay so on that note then I'll just ask you a question about um, because you were just saying then there's a lot of misleading information there there's a lot of people out there taking performance enhancing uh, drugs or whatever um, and making out they're not or whatever and then people get sucked in and they're kind of you know they like you said these people don't normally come undone uh, or whatever so I, I find what I'm getting at where I'm going with this is the fitness industry has lost a lot of integrity so I find um, th- there's not a lot left in it now if you look at it on a grand scale um, so yeah it's just I guess the question is the question is really um, how do you manage to like obviously you have to take fitness models on board and you're a very authentic person um, how do you manage to um, like bring on say um, affiliates or kind of um, ambassadors how do you select those because you you know you work with some great people I've met some of the people you work with you always seem to get a, a great team how do you how do you filter out you know the ones that you don't want involved and, and select the right ones I run with my gut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I feel like our intuition is a lot stronger. Uh, is actually telling us a lot more. Um, it's actually not coming from your gut. It's actually in your brain. Yeah. I think our brain recognizes who's real and who's not real, mm-hmm. and sometimes we may not pick it up at first. But there's the one, the one good thing I sort of learned about myself is that I I can I'm good with people, mm-hmm. um, and I recognize who's real and who's not real. Because I'm real with myself now. Yeah. You know, I'm the biggest, I'm, the, I'm my hardest critic. Yeah. So what I find is that you have to pick up on people's energy. And if it relates, it's not that they're bad, they're a bad person or wrong person for the brand. Mm. It's just that they may not sit well with where, what I expect. Mm. Um, it's the way we look at influencers and affiliates is they've got to represent the same brand values and the same energy that we're putting out there. Mm-hmm. And they might be able to talk the talk, but are they actually walking the walk in mm-hmm. line with those values on a consistent basis? Yeah, that's really And the power, 
the benefit of social now is that we can see what they've done before and we can see what they've done after mm. uh, or where they're heading with it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we take a lot of things into account. We work um, with a lot of different affiliates and influencers um, and it's the way that they react. It's what they, um, it's the way that they, they communicate with us. Mm. Um, but I've got a, a really good marketing um, coordinator, Jess Nugent, um, who works with me now and she does a lot of that as well. And she's someone that's represent that sort of represents everything the brand's about, um, and she, she's a lot better at it than me. Put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, you've got to surround yourself with the right people, um, and that's a big thing for us when we're working with influencers. They've got to because I think people can be the most draining part of any business, yeah. or even when you're on your fitness journey. If you're in the wrong gym, or you're in, or hanging around the wrong people, like in any part of your life. I see. Um, the, the work is easy if you're doing it with the right people. Yeah. Um, so, you yeah, know, look, I think just finding, trusting yourself in every decision that you make. You may not make the right decision all the time, but 90% of the time, if you run with your gut, you're going to mm. do it. So Great. Yeah. Uh, and last thing now, do you have, if you could give me maybe your favorite podcast and maybe someone who you look up to and, um, you know, follow and take inspiration from, have you got any, any tips for the listeners? So, my favourite podcast is obviously Martin. Yeah, obviously, Optimise Your Body. Optimise yeah. Your Body. Yeah, that's all right, mate. Come on, you can give him another one. Second, please. Uh, <laughs> well, the second one would have to be, I mean, I mean, his gym at the moment, so I better stay tight and muscle in <laughs> mind, otherwise he might not let me back in. That's um, a good point. No, my favourite podcast is um, the MFCO um, by Andy Fazella. Um, the reason for that is that he speaks a lot of truth yep. and, around business and entrepreneurship. Um, and there's a lot of noise out there just as there is in the fitness industry there's more noise in the entrepreneur and business industry now Definitely, for yeah. people that are telling you that they've got the secret and there really is no secret there's apart not. from just like there is in fit there is no secret in fitness there there is nothing else than instilling value in people and being real with them mm. and you can't replace the hard work no, you um, really anything that you receive in life that comes easy will be taken away just as fast. Yeah. Um, and that relates to fitness and it relates to business. So you've got to be able to do the work, um, trust your gut, run with it. And his podcasts have really carried me through a lot of hard times and, um, and they've taught me a lot. But mainly what it is is that he's instilling value through just being authentic in me. I instill value in my customers. Um, anything that you do, give out the energy that you want to give out. Um, instill value in like we don't just instill value in the clothes that we make we instill value in our customer service um, making sure in our social media everything that we do we we make sure there's value in every part of our business from the Instagram post to the stitching that goes into the fabric um, and I feel like listening to the right podcast and following the right people is um, is going to make the difference in where we end up so. absolutely absolutely yeah. thanks a lot for that Vic and um, yeah you can find Vic um, and Muscle Republic over on Instagram so Muscle Republic is just at Muscle Republic Apparel Apparel yep. at Muscle Republic Apparel folks go check them out they are killing it here in Australia actually worldwide and I actually I just wanted to big up Muscle Republic as well before we uh, before we cap this off Love the kit. I actually wear it like on the weekends and stuff as well. It's just comfortable. You know we, what I mean? Yeah, we see all your posts. Yeah, you see all my posts, <laughs> mate. Like I don't like wearing anything else now, and I'm like, 
on the weekend I've got I've got to really like make an effort to put some smart clothes on. Don't, not saying they're not smart, but you know you're going on a night out or something. Absolutely. You know, and I'm like, oh, I've got to show people I've got other clothes. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we've got a lot more coming, so you're going to be in trouble with that. You got more, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. even the tight, tightness fitness clothing is Muscle Republic, you know, because uh, it's the bee's knees. But yeah, guys, go check them out at Muscle Republic uh, Apparel. And uh, what's your Instagram as well? Uh, my Instagram is Vic underscore MSCR. Great. Um, yeah, and if you could go over to iTunes and give me a, uh, a rating and a review, be uh, hugely appreciated. And um, thank you very much for tuning in, guys. And Vic, I really appreciate your time. Once Martin, again, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Awesome.